Usually, I think I'm pretty decent with my evaluations. I was dead wrong on this guy. I couldn't stand Justin Herbert last year at Oregon, and I acknowledge that. Here's why. I heard all the hype, and I said, fine, I'm going to lock down, and I'm going to watch all four of his last games at Oregon. And he got worse, Ryan, each game. I thought he was he was just plain mediocre that last four games of college against decent college defenses, threw for 800 yards, four touchdowns, three interceptions, and put up an absolute stinker in a bowl game against Wisconsin. So who would have thought his first four games as a starter were – Top five in the league by all accounts, 1,200 yards, 10 touchdown passes, three interceptions. Now, granted, they're all in losses, but this guy is making insane throws, on the move, great decisions. These are not the things I saw the last four or five games at Oregon. Did you see this coming? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. I saw that coming. Uh, I've been, but I've been watching it for years. I mean, I've covered the Pac-12 in, in depth, you know, and – they just lost a ton of wide receivers. There wasn't a lot of, but every big game, every big game last year, uh, he stepped up in that Rose Bowl, a stinker. Yeah, but he re- he rushed for three touchdowns. He won. He helped them win that game. That physical leadership quality. They were a physical football team, and we could all we all knew what he was able to do throwing the football. His strength, his accuracy, all of that, and it's it's coming through at the NFL level. Now you're right. They're losing. And, you know, unfortunately for Anthony Lynn, he may have found a great, the great next quarterback for the Los Angeles chargers. It's just going to be for the next head coach, unfortunately, because if he has another down year, like he had a year ago, I just, I don't know if the Spanos aren't going to move on and try to find a new head coach with a interesting name, Eric B inside the, inside the division, you know, Joe Brady down in Charlotte. I mean, one year into the NFL, what he did in college, they're producing a lot down there. Who knows what's going to happen there, but they did find their quarterback in Justin Herbert. And it, it's, it's a guy I was hoping to see for a long time. I think they just really kind of put the handcuffs on him a ton last year because of the lack of skill position players around him. Good to see you saw that one coming. The team doctor may be the MVP for the Chargers, the guy that punctured Terod Taylor's lung. And Terod doesn't think so. <laughs> right, right, and pushed Herbert into the starting lineup there. Lastly, Le'Veon Bell, the news of the week in the NFL. He is cut loose by the New York Jets, plays 18 games, gets $28 million. And to me, again, this is pretty simple. There are two kinds of guys in the NFL. There are those guys that, that get a check and the check out, and then there's those other guys. Yes, I, I the Tom Brady types that are just – driven regardless of money to continue to get better and to succeed. And the second Le'Veon got paid, I said he is checking out with that check. Is that the case? Or is it an Adam Gase product that will reemerge somewhere else as a still talented back? Well, I think that, I think there's a lot to, lot to dissemble there, you know, disassemble there. And in particular, Adam Gase. Yeah, I think there's a problem there. Um, I also think that, you know, Le'Veon Bell – didn't get all the money that he thought he was going to get. You know, he sat out a whole year to try to get that big free agent deal. And it wasn't as big as he was anticipating. So I thought maybe he would have, you know, the ability to, to really, you know, fire it up, have a chip on his shoulder and work hard. But, you know, the combination of uh, his inability to be effective, Adam Gase's uh, comments immediately when he took the job, they're like, I did not want that free agent signing. I mean, there was just a, a, a complete, a meltdown there in terms of what the general manager wanted, 
what the head coach wanted and then the firing of it happening. I think ultimately that these teams can no longer afford to pay running backs this type of money. It's just, it doesn't benefit the team in the long run. I look back at the Todd Gurley signing two years ago and they mortgaged that football team, especially on the defensive side, because they made that team ready for that Super Bowl. But they weren't able to keep a lot of those defensive players because Todd Gurley got paid too much and he wasn't effective. He's already out of Los Angeles. You look what Charlotte's doing without uh, Christian McCaffrey, who got paid a ton of money. Ezekiel Elliott hasn't been the reason this year for their success on offense. So I don't think that you see these teams going out and pay the big type of money for running backs. anymore. if you do, I think there's, I think there's a problem in the budgeting that the, uh, that the general manager is doing, and it's not going to benefit your football team. You go out and pay defensive rush specialists, you pay offensive linemen, you pay quarterback, and you pay skill position players at the wide receiver position. That's an outstanding take right there because you look at what Mike Davis is doing for the Panthers, been every bit as good arguably at the position, and what did Saquon Barkley, might have been the best back in the league, did not translate to wins for the Giants. So you think we've seen the end of the $15 million a year running back. I mean, I hope so, you know, unfortunately for the running back. But if you watched, you know, through the years, these Super Bowl winning teams, they're not necessarily one running back, right? It's usually running back by committee, guys that can stay healthy throughout the whole year because there's a bunch of them. Um, You know, the Patriots a few years ago won it with, with a first round draft pick. In, in Swift from, from Georgia, but he wasn't a guy that's getting paid. He's on a rookie contract. Sony Michelle. Those things are, sorry, yeah, uh, sorry, uh, Sony Michelle. And yeah. that's, important to, that's important to understand. Like, if you can find a running back on a rookie contract and then not have to pay him, L.A. did it perfectly because they shipped him out two years after they paid him all that money. You know, if they would have got rid of him when his contract was up, I don't think it would have made that much of a difference in terms of them being explosive on offense. That is bad news for the running back position, but a great take by Ryan Leaf. Good to see you, man. Thank you very much. Good to see you too. 